The US housing market continues to be red hot and absolutely crazy. So how should we think about buying, selling, or potentially investing in this crazy market? Well, let's get into it. So US home prices are rising at the fastest pace in 15 years, reflecting how fiercely buyers are competing for a very limited supply of homes in nearly every corner of the country. This is a countrywide phenomenon. Prices have been steadily moving higher across the country. Two closely watched house price indicators released today, Tuesday, March 30th, 2021, posted double digit national price growth, showing how strong the real estate market is. The main one that we are tracking to is the S&P Case-Shiller Index, which rose 11.2%, which is the highest annual rate of price growth since February 2006 in the middle of a back then a housing bubble. Prices are at absolute all-time highs as you can see from this indicator right here. And what's caused this is a confluence of multiple factors that have really come together during the pandemic to drive up home prices. The first factor of which is the low interest rate environment we're in, which translates into low mortgage rates, which as you can see here, we are at almost all time lows in terms of 30 year, 15 year or adjustable rate mortgages. And low rates generally put upward pressure on home prices because the lower interest rates are, the lower mortgage payments are, and the lower mortgage payments are, the more house that more people can afford. So people buy more and more and more house. So higher and higher prices, according to their monthly budget. And the second factor is more of a long dated trend, but it's that millions of millennials are aging into their prime home buying years in their 30s. And you can count me as one of them. So as you can see here, millennials are a big bump in the demographic trend, and they're kind of aging into the time when they really wanna buy their first or second home. And so in general, they're just more millennial buyers in the market. And during the past year, during the coronavirus pandemic, we've really seen an acceleration of demand for homes because during this time, many have really sought homes with more space to work as they work remotely or felt free from the in-office environment to go buy a house kind of further and further away from the urban core or where the office is located. I think that the more important stat to actually track though is supply. The pandemic has worsened the already severe shortage of homes for sale. And this chart is really, really indicative of the shortage of supply that we've been seeing. This is the coronavirus pandemic of 2020. And as you can see, we've really hit all-time lows in terms of supply of existing homes for sale in the US. And supply is really low for multiple reasons too. So low interest rates prompted homeowners to refinance their mortgages and stay put instead of moving, first of all. But also, a lot of people delayed moves and delayed listing their homes due to potential coronavirus exposure. And even as home builders have tried to ramp up production of new homes during the pandemic in an effort to keep up with demand, they're really limited by rising material costs and shortages of land and labor. And we all were disrupted for a good portion of 2020 and construction was even disrupted. One thing that a lot of economists have been tracking to is the demand for lumber and raw goods. As you can see here, this is the one year chart for the demand of lumber. And 
it's really skyrocketed in price. I mean, I know a lot of people that have even gone to Home Depot and have noticed the skyrocketing prices of a two by four. So all these factors are really combining to push up home prices. And it's been a really good benefit for sellers and current homeowners that are looking to sell in this environment because they're getting top dollar. But it's also made it really, really difficult for first time home buyers and others with less income to kind of enter the market for the first time. So how am I thinking about this crazy market environment in the real estate markets and what am I thinking about doing as a potential buyer seller and investor in real estate so first off I believe that the demand for homes will remain very strong over the coming years due to the aging millennial population and the continued trend to the flight to suburbs and second tier cities. There are a lot of different tax dynamics going into effect. A lot of New Yorkers and Californians moving to Austin, Texas, um, lots of talk about Miami and Florida. And separately from the tax dynamics, you just have a lot of millennials that are starting families and that want to at least start buying starter homes. So that's gonna be a really big mega trend over the coming five to 10 plus years that I believe will continue on. Furthermore, I still think we're in a low interest rate environment going forward. I mean, we may not be sub 3% 30-year mortgage type of territory, but we'll probably be in the sub 5 to 6% range for a while. In that sense, I don't think we're in a bubble per se, and I don't think that these mega trends will just go away. I don't think millennials are just going to say, oh, I'm going to rent instead. I think they're going to continue to drive demand for entry-level to mid-level homes across the nation. But in the short term, I do think that it's uncertain how a reopening economy and a rising interest rate environment will actually affect home prices in the short to midterm. We're talking one to two years. If I'm a home buyer that wants to buy a home in this market, I would probably be hesitant to buy in this super hot market. I think it's probably safer to wait for the post-pandemic housing market to stabilize before jumping in and buying a home. The reasons for this is that Interest rates may rise and that might put kind of a headwind to house home prices. So if you buy now, you know, you can see some short term weakness. Secondly, I think you're going to see a potential flood of inventory come to market as the economy reopens. And a lot of the homeowners that refinanced last year start trying to come to market and selling their homes that they had previously thought about selling last year. So I think that there is some sort of pent up demand of inventory that should come to market. Also with such limited supply, and you can go look at Zillow, there just aren't that many homes out there. So I don't think you're going to be getting a great value for your money in the marketplace right now. I mean, unless you stumble across uh, a, a gem or a a diamond in the rough, it does seem like a lot of the good homes right now are getting into bidding wars. And not only does this apply to prospective primary homeowners, it actually also bleeds into single family rental investors as well, because you're going after the same stock. Generally, you're going after single family homes that either you're going to live in yourself or rent. You're just not going to find a lot of good inventory out there for a good price. And if most people can't find a good deal to live in, most investors are probably not finding a really, really attractive cap rate unless you go to a certain sector or very low income types of housing. And so personally, I'd probably do my best to try to delay buying a house at least for another year just to get out of this pandemic situation. Anecdotally, I'm kicking the tires around potentially making a move somewhere over the next year and I'm actually thinking about renting. I've been a long time homeowner since my early 20s and this is an environment that I just don't know if I'm gonna find a good deal on a house that I wanna live in long term. So I might as well just try renting a nice apartment and waiting it out. As a homeowner looking to potentially sell your primary home, yeah, you'll get top dollar in this market for sure, but 
You also have to think where you're going to live afterwards. If you sell at a top dollar right now, you're probably going to have to buy at top dollar too and probably not get as good of a value as you thought you were going to get a year ago either. So either you're selling and arbitraging and doing what potentially I would do and renting or you're just staying put. And I think that's what a lot of homeowners are doing right now is they're staying put. Now, where I think it gets interesting and kind of on the margin is if you're a owner of one or a portfolio of single family rentals. Now, I know it's a long-term investment and a long-term hold. And honestly, I don't think you can go wrong by holding your portfolio or you're holding your rentals as long as you're in the area and you're happy with your operations. But you do know you'll probably get top dollar in an environment like this. And so if you were looking to cash out or liquidate some of your real estate investments, now's probably a pretty good time to do it. And it's a little easier as an investor because you don't have to go turn around and be forced to buy a home to go live in because this is your second, third, fourth, fifth home and you don't have to live in any of these homes. But on the flip side, if you're really happy with the properties that you already own, that already have tenants in place and that you already have leases, I don't think we're in a bubble a la 2007, 2008. And I kind of just think my base case prediction for what could be a key risk for the housing market going forward in the next one to three years is that you see kind of that one to three year weakness or flatlining of home prices where you're not really gonna be making a lot of money in home appreciation as inventory really floods the market. But I don't think we're gonna have see a bubble pop where you're gonna be losing 20 plus percent of your home's value where a lot of people and a lot of real estate investors are going underwater. I don't think we're in that risk. If you're a commercial real estate investor, I think as you probably already know, there are deals to be had and probably really great investments to be made in the retail, office, and multifamily markets where you can kind of take advantage of the struggling financials that retail and office buildings have had during the pandemic. If you think that there's a strong reopening trend and retail tenants and businesses come back to the urban cores and come back to certain properties that you may want to buy. Also, no matter what the real estate investment is, make sure to predict higher interest rates in the future, especially if you're doing like a variable loan, because I think, yeah, interest rates are going up and everybody can agree on that. And finally, for us public market investors, I'm personally really interested in certain home building and construction stocks that are reasonably priced, first of all, and two, stand to benefit from the continued pent up demand for housing supply and continued pent up demand for uh, housing construction. So I think these are large demographic trends that will continue over the next five plus years and will do really well, regardless of kind of when exactly the reopening will happen. I think people will just continue to need homes. And so to round out a lot of the high growth, high valuation tech names that a lot of investors have in their portfolio right now, I think it it warrants a look, a deep look into construction and home building stocks and trying to pick the right ones for the next five years and making sure there's enough upside there as well. Thanks for watching and hope that was helpful. Don't forget to like the video and subscribe on your way out if you want more investing content. And until next time, happy investing.